us running in the middle of the night, I think it gives people a chance to reach out when they feel like they haven't got anyone they can talk to in their real life. Hello and welcome to Switchboard. I'm Raphael Kolber-Hoffman on this week's episode on Calling In. I spoke to Lauren Howarth about the Student Mental Health Service Nightline. Nightline is a student listening service which is open at night and run by students for students. Every night of term, trained student volunteers answer calls, emails, instant messages, texts and talk in person to their fellow university students about anything that's troubling them. I spoke to Lauren about her experience on Nightline and the importance of student mental health. So I'm a volunteer with the Cambridge Nightline service and I'm actually the public face and publicity officer, one of the Cambridge University public faces. Um, So that means I'm one of the only people who's allowed to break anonymity and talk about Nightline um, publicly. And um, so Nightline is a listening organisation and we're here to talk about anything you want between 7pm and 7am and a lot of people do tend to assume that you can only ring us when you're in a crisis or something like that. We are here to talk about anything you want, like you can call us to talk about anything, even if you feel like it's a small problem or you just want to chat, that's absolutely fine. Uh, And we are a phone service but we do also have an IM service that people don't often know about so if you don't feel comfortable speaking on the phone you can also just instant message us and we'll respond on there. So. When, so you said you mentioned us earlier when we were discussing that you started Nightline um, as a fresher. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it that drew you to volunteering um, that organisation? Mm. I think it was just kind of the idea of helping people who were really struggling and just wanting someone to talk to, and also kind of the idea of being an impartial space for someone. Um, and as well as that, Nightline teaches um, a lot about the principles of active listening. So that was it's a really good opportunity to be able to kind of work on your skills at actually talking and listening to people and I think I've become a better like conversationalist just by doing Nightline because I know a lot more about how to listen to people and how to like help them open up about things that are bothering them. So what's significant about the fact that Nightline is a service that only operates at night? What's the reason behind that? Um, so kind of the reasoning behind it is that we tend to feel that a lot of services do run in the day for people to contact if they are in a mental health crisis or something like that and we feel that they're very important services but there is a significant um, I would say gap in a lot of services do tend to close at 5 p.m. which is totally understandable normal working hours but a lot of the time in the middle of the night that might be when someone is actually feeling like they need to talk to someone and a lot of the time at 3 a.m. your friends aren't going to be up to talk to and you might not feel like waking them up to talk about something like that so us running in the middle of the night I think it gives people a chance to reach out when they feel like they haven't got anyone they can talk to in their real life so um, we do deal with a lot of kind of quite heavy topics with people on the phone but um, we we are like trained in active listening and that's something that Nightline as an organization really does um, kind of emphasize is that's the best way to kind of support people because we're a non-directive non-judgmental completely anonymous confidential service so that means that if you ring us we will never tell you what to do and we will never judge any of your decisions so a lot of the time people will ring and it's a space for them to kind of talk about how they're feeling and talk out what might be bothering them and a lot of the time that might lead to them making a decision or it might not it might not be a problem that they want to solve they might just want to talk about how they're feeling but I think people appreciate the fact that we are there to kind of be a completely non-directive non-judgmental space because a lot of the time friends will 
even through the goodness of their hearts they will when listening to you they'll kind of offer advice or offer you know oh this this happened to me too and that's something that we never do at Nightline so it's just a chance for someone to just talk about exactly what's bothering them. I think in a way we feel less real to people over the phone than maybe sitting down in therapy and talking to someone would be because also when you're sitting down and talking to a therapist that you've built a relationship with often it can feel as if oh I don't want to say this because that might upset them or they might think of me differently but as a completely anonymous space and we're non-judgmental like I said we're not going to judge anything that someone tells us so I think sometimes it can make it easier for people to open up and that's why we operate on anonymous principles um obviously me and the other public faces do break anonymity but that's something that we are willing to kind of do in order to get the word out about Nightline but Nightline as an organization as an organization we do say that anonymity is something that does allow people to really open up and kind of tell us things that they might not feel able to tell other people. So what kind of training do you get when you're learning about um, how to talk to people on the phone? Also being non-directive is um, something that takes quite a lot of practice because I think until you try and have a conversation with someone and purposefully try and not lead the conversation you don't actually realize how hard it can be to be non-directive so that's something that's really important that we do train on just so that we can offer the most supportive space possible without pushing people towards a certain conclusion you might think that if someone calls you or maybe if a friend reached out to you and they were really upset and about you know whatever was bothering them um, you might think that oh I have to offer advice and I have to you know tell them that it's okay and I have to offer them all these options but a lot of the time people do just want someone to listen to them and that's something that I would say I've really learned since starting Nightline is that a lot of the time I know that's kind of a cliche to say is that a lot of the time people don't like, listen they wait for their turn to speak but I think that can often be true and s supporting people in that kind of space just actually knowing that they're being listened to helps more than anything I think. I think that a lot of the time when people are so stressed it's quite hard for them even just generally um it's quite hard for them to see solutions and to see options apart from you know I have to get this supervision work done or I have to get this thing done I have to meet this deadline it can be quite hard for people to see past that and I think offering them something where it's not necessarily you saying have you tried talking to this person or have you tried doing this but actually just being like you know what do you think about the situation and asking them and kind of being as non-judgmental and kind of neutral as we can be can kind of open up as well using active listening techniques it can because active listening is designed to so if someone tells you that you are feeling they are feeling extremely stressed then not directing the conversation but asking them oh well could you tell me more you know that kind of thing so exploring emotions can sometimes I think help people come to realizations on their own that they might not have made otherwise um but just because they were panicking and didn't feel in the right headspace to do that so offering kind of this space where we just explore the way people are feeling and that sometimes can lead to discoveries about oh maybe this isn't as final as I thought it was or maybe I could go do this that's something that can happen obviously that's not the goal of conversations our goal is never to kind of impose a judgment or impose a finality on the problem or whatever it is that the person is dealing with but um, when that does happen it can be I think um, helpful 
to use these kinds of active listening techniques that we do. Yeah. Um, so obviously when you're listening to um, people phoning in, mm-hmm. um, I imagine, obviously without going into specifics, some other situations can be quite distressing. You said you mentioned how you deal with very heavy topics. Mm-hmm. How do you, as someone on the other side of the phone, deal with hearing about all of this? Mm. Um, well, it's not something that we aren't prepared for as um i should say um it is something that we are completely aware of people might phone up with extremely um distressing things to say they might phone up with very heavy topics in mind to talk about but you don't kind of volunteer because you think it's going to be easy like you have to be aware that that could happen and i try and take it as i'm on the other phone i'm listening to this person and I'm trying to offer them the best kind of space and the best support that I can through active listening and non-directivity to make a decision or to reach a point that they feel is right for them. Um, And I think kind of not compartmentalizing at all, but I guess kind of taking a step back and realizing that you are having an impact in a way that can help when you're talking to someone on the phone like that. Um, It is a it's uh, actually quite shocking the like broad range of people that you do meet doing Nightline because like, I know there's been times where I've met people before and found out stuff about them and just be like oh I wouldn't have pegged you for a volunteer and then you're kind of like oh I'm being really judgmental right now by saying like not saying that by, by thinking that um, and as a national organisation that's something that we're always trying like trying to figure out is how that we can best offer support and how we can improve our techniques and encourage more people to phone us up and that's something that we've also been trying to do with publicity as well is kind of get the message out there that a there's an instant messaging service because i know a lot of people feel really uncomfortable talking on the phone and that's perfectly understandable and if you do instant message us we'll provide the exact same service that we would on the phone um and as well as that just kind of get the message out that we aren't just here for really heavy topics and crises and stuff obviously if you're having one of them perfectly okay for you to call us but if you are just awake at 3am and you can't get to sleep and you just want to talk to someone you can just ring us and we'll be happy to talk about anything it doesn't have to be like a really kind of I think a lot of people do tend to think oh it's not an emergency maybe I shouldn't ring it's not something that has that has to be an emergency you can talk to us about anything you want I think I personally do think it is quite a a misconception about mental health that it has to be you know so so bad because everyone else around you is so stressed as well but they're handling it fine so why aren't I handling it fine and it I think there's this kind of misconception that it has to reach a certain point before you can reach out and get help and at Nightline we just want to say that's not the case like you don't even have to be kind of feeling like you're having mental health problems or you are struggling or anything like that you can just talk to us about absolutely anything you want. That's all we've got time for, but thank you for tuning in to this episode on Calling In. Switchboard is available online wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe for all future updates. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Rafael Gubhoffman. This has been Switchboard.